day and belabored happy Halloween. You're going to hear this way after Halloween. Anyways. Belated or belabored? I think I said belabored. That's not correct. Anyways. Yeah. Oh, it's man. Hard. Just, it's really hard for me to, to wish you a happy really Halloween. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's difficult. Um, Difficult. I got, I, you know, you got 11 months, 11 and a half months of well wishing <laughs> exactly. coming at you. It's going to take me a bit to get it out. That's and, always my go-to for, uh, instead of a belated birthday, I just like let bygones be got bygones and be like, happy birthday for next year. Oh, first one to do it because it's 364 days away. <laughs> nice. Classic calendar joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, got in first for next year. That's right. Well, welcome to our podcast. It is, uh, as you pre- should know by having clicked on it to listen to it, that it's called the Tag and Brando podcast. My name's Taggart. This is Brandon, and we're mm-hmm. we're going to talk about things. That's right. We say things, we converse, and we record it. Shazam podcast. So, uh, so yeah. So, how you doing, B? What's going down? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. It is. Uh, it's that time of year where you you get in your car in the morning and it's cold, so you turn like the heat on. Mm-hmm. And maybe like the seat warmers if you're fancy. Oh, um, some heat seaters. And then, yep. But then when you get, yeah, like if you're leaving work in the afternoon and you get into your car, it's kind of been sitting in the sun, then it's like toasty and kind of a little bit too warm. So like you don't want, like you turn on your car and the heat just blasts you in the face. So then you got to turn it back to like, Maybe the AC or turn it, you know, and everything. Right. Um, but kind of but then in the morning, sides. yeah. Then in the morning, you you get back in that car and boom, AC right in your face, and you're just like, oh, like, I I just this is just one side, like you, it's blasting you one way or the other. So that's that's how I am. How are you? <laughs> Good. 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 I don't have a sweet <laughs> anecdote to, to to describe how I'm doing, but I'm doing good. No, I mean, uh, it's it's just like, you know, oh, there is, uh, I mean, if this gets out uh, in the next little bit here, there's a uh, partial lunar eclipse, 99% here on Friday night, the 19th. Ooh, and so this is going to be are, out at... After the nineteenth. <laughs> okay, well, if you, yeah, Taggart, I invite you then to thank you. Maybe check that out at uh, I'm gonna, two a.m. Oh, two a.m. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it, I mean, you can check it out mainly because the moon's going to be like red for like four hours or something like that. Nice, because and everything, so it should be pretty cool. But excellent. Uh, but yeah. Uh, how about uh, we get to our first segment here, uh, which is called the question of the day. Okay. Which is not not the question of the day. That is a question. But the question of the day, <laughs> official, mm. is what movie franchise 
or movie franchises have pretty much run their course. And, you know, we don't want to, you know, I'm just going to preface this, trigger warning, we don't want to, you know, bash on anybody's fandoms or anything like that. These are opinions, and they could be wrong. (laughs) Yeah, because guaranteed you don't like all the things that we like, so there. That's right. When was the last Uh, time you were up till 2 in the morning watching Snooker on YouTube? That's right. Never. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so what what, uh, movie franchises um, were you know, oh man, I love that movie, or, oh, like, it's like, I would watch these again and again, but now you're like, oh, they came out with another one of those? Oh, okay. <laughs> like, not rushing out to the theater, or trying to trying to be first in line for, for new stuff coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. I am... Almost to the point, I wouldn't say fully, but I'm almost to the point where a a movie that is not connected to the franchise, to a franchise, is more like appealing to me than okay. Well, it, it I don't know if it's more appealing. I would say that um, I'm I am very interested in in standalone movies at this point. Um, mm-hmm. I am still interested in some franchises too, mind you. I'm not discarding that, but it's almost come around full circle where you're like, "Remember when movies were just one? That was cool, right?" <laughs> Wait, when it was there, when it was still a movie, making some, I will check them yeah. out. Um, so, I will say that. Um, uh, <laughs> you know what franchise jumped the shark real quick? I think it was G.I. Joe, the first one. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Yeah, uh, there is a new G.I. Joe movie out there, isn't there, that I forgot about well, they made, <laughs> until just now. They made two, yeah. I think, right? They didn't make any more than two, did they? Oh, no, there's one literally in the theaters right now. No. Snake Eyes. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. No, 100%. What? One, one hundo... Procento. I'm looking it up. Is how nobody says it. Yeah. No. So I mean, you do. Yeah. One hundred percent. Love yeah. that percent. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, I this is a this is a perfect example. Joe. Joe Snake Eyes. Shut up. Two thousand and twenty-one. Yeah. It has. It was released it, in July. It is. Oh. So it's run mm-hmm. its course. Thirty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Not mm-hmm. good. Voodoo gave it a four out of five. Get out of here. <laughs> I IMDb did not do that. Five point four out of ten. Probably Voodoo Whoa. gave it something like that because nobody went to see it in theaters and they just were like, "Oh yeah, I'll just buy this Voodoo when it comes up." Right. Because yes, no, I did not so even hun- know. Okay, mm-hmm. so here's my story with GI Joe. We saw the first one. It was kind of fun, and this was around Rise of the Cobra. This Rise was, of Cobra. Uh-huh. This is around the time where we were going to a lot of midnight movies. We're like, "Is there a movie that's mm-hmm. coming out at midnight? We will see it." Summer, 
Summer 09, baby! Yeah, so we went to see that one. It was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it since, but it was kind of fun. <laughs> we enjoyed it. Right? We went back to see the second one. Um, I fell asleep. I slept mm-hmm. through the second half of that movie and know right. nothing about what happened and uh, don't care. Um, I was a little sad. Like, I was fighting it. I was like, don't fall asleep. But it was obviously not capturing my attention enough for me to fall asleep. And I did. And I I stand by to this day that that was a worthwhile uh, uh, use of my time at that nap. particular moment. <laughs> nap, yeah. So. No, I, I I think that's a perfect example. You're like excited for the first one, like oh this is gonna be kind of cool, like da da da, right. like. But then the second one rolls around, and you're like ah, I don't know about this, and then wait, they made another one. Yeah, dude, I did. They made I another one. Literally, I picked. <laughs> yeah. talk about, I literally had no idea that they had another movie that came out. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, I think GI Joe peaked with the YouTube. <laughs> Parodies. <laughs> oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a computer. For sure. um, I'm a computer. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what about you? Uh, you got one? So, man, I got a ton. A, <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple of them for me. Um, so, I, you know, I thought the first seven and a half. I'm not gonna give that last one a full movie credit seven and a half po- Harry Potter movies were good they told a story uh-huh. you know that, that was that was all well and good um, and everything uh, read the books kind of alongside it and everything and then like even like Fantastic Beasts you know I was like okay but then it was just like okay I'm done like I don't care for, for about which one I mean that Fantastic Beast was the last one I saw. Okay. So I haven't seen the Crimes of Grindelwald, and then there's a newer one coming out, right? There is. Everything. What's this newer one that's coming out? Isn't there another Harry Potter that's coming out? See, that's the thing. Is I I think I know about all these, but I'm like, ah, I'm not gonna see this. So, um, but um, Fantastic. B Secrets of Dumbledore comes out next year. Oh, the uh, so, oh, so it's the yeah, the new Fantastic mm-hmm. Beast movie. Yeah. So I mean okay. put that in the same or put that in a different, you know, uh, thing if you want, but pretty much the same kind of kind of genre of like I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't know. I'm not I'm not really down for that anymore, I guess. I mean, if it was on, I'd watch it, but I wouldn't really want to go rush it out. Or as... Okay, because here, here's the here's the dichotomy, I guess, in my mind. And ma- I mean, maybe it's a little bit due to age, and like you said, we're going to midnight movies and all that kind of right, stuff. Right. But for the sixth... For the sixth Harry Potter movie, I literally waited in the hot sun... Right. ...in line before we even had tickets... And everything, because you couldn't get tickets on, or maybe you could, but we didn't have tickets online. So I waited in the hot sun around the backside of the building, because the line was already long, 
for all day like probably like yeah like from noon till people like you started showing up and everything to like five or six and then another couple hours with people in line and then we finally got into the theater at like like nine o'clock so like nine hours outside and then a couple more hours to see it at midnight right compare that to the fact that yeah i I haven't even considered watching you know crimes of grindelwald like that's kind of the right (laughs) the this franchise has lost it for me you know kind of kind of thing flip the script though i mean I waited in line for Spider-Man 3, and I will wait in another line for Spider-Man 3 again. <laughs> like, like it's I'm not I'm not saying that I'm just like done with this whole thing. Like I am so excited for Spider-Man Far From Home or No Way Home. Dude, looks like, crazy. It's looks crazy. And it, and it's, and we were, ta- we were talking about it a little bit where, yeah, like, some some companies can do a great job at, like, bringing things all to, like, a head where let's make Endgame where it's, like, 10 years and 20 movies, 20 plus movies, right. and let's make this, like, great capstone to that with still room to grow and Spider-Man is like, we're going to go even further. We're going to take all the mojo that we got with Endgame and the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we're going to stretch ourselves back to 2002 and pull... It's so smart. Since they're with Sony to, to go back and loop all those Sony movies in. Like, mm-hmm. so, and I just, and yeah, amazing. And that's the thing is, and I don't have the same fear for this movie that we d- had for Spider-Man 3 right. and Spider-Man and the amazing Spider-Man where it's like, you put too many villains in a movie and it just, you know, like it's right. too much. Like we can't deal with all of these backstories and all of this and all that kind of different stuff. But like be it Kevin Feige or whoever is just like so good at just being like, I'm not going to pander to everybody. I'm just gonna, like, I want to do what I want to do. Yeah. And so it's like, I want all these people. And if you don't know who they are, then jump on YouTube and look it up. Cause there's a million people talking about it. Right. But you know, like I want William Defoe. I want you know, um, from Mulaney. I want you know Thomas Hayden Church. Like I want all these people back in this universe to pay homage to all these people that came before and everything like that. So I guess that's kind of like right. where I'm coming from is you know over 20 years of movie history is being captivated, captured in this one upcoming movie. Whereas other franchises just kind of fall flat after, like you said, G.I. Joe, one. <laughs> one, <laughs> one go. wasn't great. I mean, it was yeah. fine. Um, mm-hmm. Right. Um, but, I, or, 
I would say, you know, I haven't seen the new Ghostbusters movie. Like, I loved the original Ghostbusters. I've seen them multiple times. So the you're, you're talking the Kristen Wiig yes, Ghostbusters. Yeah, I the, haven't seen it either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't seen it either. Uh, what about, how are you with, like, the alien predator universe? Are you... I was never hugely steeped into it to begin with. Okay. Mm-hmm. Never seen a Predator movie. Never. Oh, really? Yeah. Never. Clippets. Mm, okay. Clippets. The most mm-hmm. I've seen Predator is probably the time that Arnold Schwarzenegger talked about his commentary of it on, oh, <laughs> on yeah. Jimmy Fallon, which is hilarious, mm-hmm. by the way. He just, mm-hmm. he doesn't, he just like narrates the movie for you. Oh. So good. That's the DVD commentary. But, mm-hmm. This is when I hide behind the rock because it knows where I am. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> we've seen the movie, Arnold. We wouldn't yeah, be wait, watching wait. this otherwise. Um, well, you would. I haven't seen but, it. But, yeah, yeah, that's the general sentiment. The premise, um, yeah. I, I've seen the first Alien. Mm-hmm. I've probably seen most of aliens but uh okay. never sat down and watched all the way through um okay yeah i don't know i uh they i think they were just too intense for me when they came out that i didn't watch them and then i never really oh yeah never really like... got to them when i was older I guess mm-hmm. you know it was it wasn't on our our slot of midnight movies. It's not like a sequel didn't come out around that time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the same with like horror movies. You know, never watch Jason versus oh, you know yeah. <laughs> Freddy Krueger. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even think of all the multiple horror movie franchises out there and how well Halloween like. Dude, I watched I watched an um actually uh, and they and they were doing mm-hmm. horror movies and mm-hmm. they had the shiny question where they had to to like put all the Halloween movies in order and I was like there's mm-hmm. this many Halloween movies insanity there was a well the best lot. is there's two Halloween twos oh yeah and multiple like and there's like yeah well, this, like Halloween this newest one is yeah. called Halloween it's like the third Halloween where it's just called Halloween yeah. <laughs> in the franchise exactly so it's right like crazy um but anyway I, I love the yeah. the comment that they make in that where they say apparently that Halloween was supposed to be an anthology of different holiday movies right. not like right. pe- people thought it was an anthology of like Oh, this terrible tragedy happened in this town on Halloween, and maybe on this in this other place, no, this right. terrible tragedy we're gonna do like happened a on Halloween Day, and a St. Yeah, Patrick's and it's just Day. like, and they're like, oh, I would love to see like an Arbor Day, <laughs> like murder, <laughs> killer like, trees, right? Yeah. So, um, no, a hundred percent. It's uh, I, I, there's there's so many of those that you're just like. This doesn't have anything to do with it. Right. Oh, let's bring Jamie Lee Curtis back. Let's, right. you know, or Jason, you know, like, did you, let's... Did you see their movie? Jason a and new Freddy. S- they're making a new Scream movie. Oof. Really? And it has a lot of the original cast in it. 
that aren't dead that aren't dead like like so <laughs> Courtney, no, um, Courtney Cox is in it David Arquette okay. is in it uh, I thought he died. What's the I ma- can't remember. What's the main girl? Na- Sydney. Naomi. Naomi Campbell. Naomi Campbell's in it. Um, mm-hmm. I've just seen the trailer again. I don't know if I've ever seen Scream all the way through, um, but uh, I was like, I've seen all three really? of the Scream movies, Have but you? like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would, uh, yeah, I'm somewhat intrigued by that, but yeah, I mean. That's that's reaching. <laughs> I think that you know. Yeah, and, it's uh, you know. I, I, what about okay? What about like James Bond? There's a new James Bond out. What's your what's your take on? You know, because I mean, we we've watched marathons of James Bond. You I, know, I we've, don't. We've had. I I, I don't uh, necessarily think that the franchise. Like I think the franchise could go on forever, but I mm-hmm. I kind of. I think I'm kind of done with uh, with uh, Craig. What's his face? Well, he's done. <laughs> he's well, he's done. done now, right? Right. But I think but I was he, done with him before this movie came out. Mm-hmm. So I haven't. He's I haven't actually seen the longest running James Bond. Well, when did Casino Cosi- Cosi- uh, Royale come out? It was like 2000. Like it. it I mean, he's been it for almost 20 years. Dusan, that's crazy. Yeah, so Roger Moore had like the longest stint before that, but he yeah, tw- two thousand six Casino Royale came out. Yeah, so fifteen years. That's insane. So, yeah, and like you think of like mainly any any actor playing a character over a fifteen year span, you know, is 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 kind of taking a toll on you and everything, especially as intense those are. Uh, yeah. I would say definitely uh, the Rocky movies. Dude, I I'm, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I, I was never, done. I've still never seen Rocky five. Never seen okay, it. Okay, good. It's uh-huh. not great. This is what oh. I've heard. And I just, you know, I've seen four <laughs> and one. So arguably one of, one of those is the best, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm fine. depends on how much you love America, <laughs> right. but <laughs> and hate communism. Uh, so and yeah. I and so I had no desire to see five. I did see because it came out during our huge midnight movie. Oh, Rocky Balboa. That was uh, that was that was our uh, that was my brother's bachelor party. Oh, that's right. <laughs> or no? Do we see? No, right? was it that or do we watch Battleship? Oh, I can't remember. We saw Battleship. Yes, we saw we saw the three of us saw Rocky Balboa at some point. Right. So yeah. we we saw that and it was mm-hmm. it, it was fine, I guess. Um, like the CGI fight was more entertaining than like the, right. the movie itself. Right. But, yeah. And then, uh, but then I have seen none of the creeds. Okay. And of course, see that's new the thing. Rocky, I, I won't, I yeah. won't see either. There's a new one. Weren't they going to make another one? Another Creed? Oh no! Probably. I thought they were going to do another Rock, oh. like like legit Rocky. Oh my gosh, that man has. I mean, 
that's the thing. Again, like, you just need to see, like, when these things die off because it's like, okay, yeah, Rocky won. Yeah, man, get yourself an Oscar. Do do it up. <laughs> right. You know, don't, cast don't sell it. Yeah, yeah oh, don't sell another, it. It's a, it short. is another Creed, and it's coming out okay. next year. See, that's the thing. Is Creed they did Rocky, already... They did a Rocky the Musical in 2012. Oh my gosh. But like Creed Creed peaked it for me. Creed 2, like I wasn't eager to watch Creed 2. I wasn't eager to watch Creed 1. But Creed 2 with um with the Dragos, you know, was right. like I'm like, yeah. Like they they played that really well where it's like, no, we got like shunned hard because we basically was this huge stain on you know the the Soviet Union and stuff like that? Like oh, they really? they got yeah. So like their whole thing is they want to you know his son wants to redeem like the family name basically because yeah like um, uh, Ivan's wife left him and like uh, he couldn't like get a job or anything like all this kind of different stuff just because he, or I mean, he couldn't get like a good job or whatever. Uh-huh. Cause yeah, he was like the pride and joy of, you know, like the Soviet union at that time and kind of like gave it up at the end, you know, like right. even like congratulated, you know, and the whole crowd turned against him and everything. It was like that, in Russia, that would suck. <laughs> like you would straight up like have right. nowhere to go. So, um, so I like that callback, you know. <laughs> right. But, but like this third one, like yeah, it doesn't. What? What? You know? Yeah. What are you gonna do for I, me? Yeah, I yeah. don't. I do not know. I didn't see the new Rambo. Nope. But nope. 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 Uh, what's What's your take on? The, the the other biggie here on Star Wars. Now, Star Wars, we got to say, like, as far as, like, TV shows and all that kind of different stuff. Like, what, how deep are you still into Star Wars? I have tried multiple times to watch the Clone Wars uh, mm-hmm. s- series, like, the big Clone Wars series. Apparently, there's multiple ones whatever yep. <laughs> but uh i i don't know i've um uh, it's never really grabbed me and it's always been more difficult from i don't know seemed more difficult to get into than i wanted it to so like i didn't get very far uh mm-hmm. what was the last star wars movie that came out Oh, well, the Mandal... Excuse me. So, right. Mandalorian oh. mm-hmm. is amazing, mm-hmm. though. Okay. Loved yeah. it. Enjoyed it. Season one and two. We'll watch the next season. Like, uh... Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, the last three Star Wars movies... I enjoyed them for what they were, but... There, I don't know. There is a slight disconnect for me there with the mm-hmm. original trilogy. Um, some of the feels are there, but I don't know. Um, 
I don't know if I just listened to too many gripers online, but uh, <laughs> right about it because I enjoyed them when I watched them, you know, and just took them. I I I'm like the worst film student ever because I will watch it. I don't. The first time I watch a movie, I do not look at it critically at all, like at all. Good, good, yeah. No, yeah. Just enjoy it. I just, yeah, I just let it immerse me, and I usually just go, you know, if it's a good movie, to to whatever degree that is. uh, Most stories can can take me, and then and then it's over, and I was like, wait, I lived somewhere else for a minute. That was cool. so you know when I saw them, they were fun. They were great, um, but they've soured a little bit since, I guess. I don't know. The I I I, I kind of get what you're saying there in just the fact of like the Mandalorian is. Hey, there's this awesome world building that has right. been done. All the all the groundwork for this kind of social structures and right. governments and history and all that kind of stuff is already explained. So we don't have to like get into this whole whole thing. We just need to kind of pick out a little pocket of time and right. say like, oh, it's pretty rough out there. It's ever since the Galactic Empire fell. You well, remember that, right? And so... Well, it's, it's interesting enough that that is the kind of the whole thing from the first trilogy, though, too. It's like, there's exposition mm-hmm. that you probably should know about. Read the scroll. If you didn't read the scroll, you'll probably still be fine. You know? Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the take that they take on it. Like, we're not going to mm-hmm. get into all that rigmarole too much, though it's happening, kind of, or, or has happened, kind of on the fringes of mm-hmm. this story. But just watch the story. and uh, Right. And it doesn't, yeah, yeah. That, and it's a good and, point. I hadn't really thought of it like that, but yeah, yeah. And so I, th- I think like what Disney needs to do is to take more of these factions, more of these like out, you know, outskirt storylines and stuff like that, and build off of them, right? Because like we get it. Like, Palpatine and Anakin, you know, the Star Wars and the Palpatines are, like, connected, and this crazy thing happened. But really, when you look at it in, like, the span of, you know, Star Wars lore, is, it's, like, you know, 60 years, basically, or something like that, you know? It's, like, the, the lifetime of, you know, Darth Vader... Plus an extra, you know, thirty years or whatever. Right. And so, that's that's over. We get it. If you want it, there's nine movies to watch. Plus right. Solo and you know Rogue One. So there's you know eleven right. movies that you can you can put you can go to that. Well, and, but like and turn I mean, turn to this. Right. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Go ahead. But like the Mandalorian, it's like okay, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna set. A western in this world, right? Make right. a horror movie based on you know that happens in like Coruscant or right. you know something like that well, or like and that's, the the, the, right. the Ewoks or something like 
you you have all these characters and all these not just like named characters, but you have all these, you know, uh, different. What's the word I want? Uh, like races and peoples and stuff like that. Right. That you can just plug something in and you can do, you know, you can do a, you know, a romance. You could do, uh, like a heist movie. You could do, uh, you know, a horror movie. You can do these different genres with that same Well, and that's the whole thing. Universe? Right, and that's the whole thing Mm -hmm. that Marvel's been doing. They've been trying to infuse all these superhero stories with those kinds Mm -hmm. of different genre-hopping things, so it's not always the same thing. Right, right. uh, And, yeah, I I mean, I think arguably, and, you know, some people might hate me for saying this, so take it as a grain of salt. The, (laughs) The best new quote unquote new Star Wars movie is probably Rogue, Rogue One because it doesn't have I mean not just because of this but it doesn't have anything it, it's within the storyline right mm-hmm. but it doesn't have anything to do with the main characters of the original six, right. six movies right right um, exactly I mean you get a little tease of Darth Vader and that's that's what they really need to do. In my, we were talking yeah. about this at work too. In is like Darth Vader. Like here, okay. I'm gonna get on a little bit, a tiny, tiny Ooh. little soapbox Ooh. that we talked about with this. Ooh, build it up, build that soapbox up to the sky. Let's hear it. Palpatine was so good at bringing down the Jedi uh-huh. that Han Solo, who was alive. When Order sixty six went out, doesn't even believe in Jedi anymore, and all of the count, all of the um, board meeting, whatever heads of the uh-huh. military before Darth Vader chokes that guy out and everything, they're like you and your ancient religions. It's like, are you kidding me? These people ruled the government, like we're part of the ruling class. When you were a child. Right. You know, so like, I mean, obviously, George Lucas's timelines, you know, like back in 70s, you know, wasn't too well, like, explained out and all that kind of stuff. But like, that's what we're, we're dealing with it with the prequels. It's like, okay, the Jedi Council is a huge factor in the ruling body of the galaxy. Right. Then they're all massacred by this one entity like Darth Vader and the Emperor basically the Sith and then everybody's like well I guess their religion wasn't real or maybe I don't know like like the force just like completely like disappears from people's consciousness people in power people in the know right and everything like that except for Darth Vader and it's just like and it's like Oh, I could literally murder everyone in this room and not feel bad about it. So, you know, Grandma Tarkin, sure, I'll listen to you, but I answer to no one in right. this room. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, and it's just interesting to me that, like, it's like that was like, that's like saying, you know, communism 30 years ago, it's like, yeah, communism didn't exist. 
Right. No, 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 no. Communism was a huge right. thing. Like, like McCarthyism and you know the you know the Berlin Wall and all this kind of. No, 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 no. Like none of that actually happened. That's that's, that's old. Tale. That's old stories. It's like that happened in your lifetime. Ah, whatever. <laughs> it's just like you know they're still out there. Like people are still communists. <laughs> Show me a communist. Where? <laughs> where? Point. Point to one. Yeah. <laughs> none of them live where it's I like, am. Most of yeah, that's that's the level of like disconnect that right. Han Solo and these other people have. It's just like no, we don't have to worry about them anymore. That's just that's stories, you know, ghost stories from but you think, from our grandparents. But don't you think, at least in Han's case, that part of that is his his rejection of it because of what happened to his son? What? You don't think so? Wait, you're talking about Ben? Yeah, Ben. No, I'm, well, I'm talking about how he doesn't believe about it in uh, in the original, in A New Hope, in oh, episode, oh, in episode oh, four. Oh, Like, when when he's talking to Ben and uh, I see the original saying. Ben. Yeah, when he's talking about Obi-Wan and, uh, and Luke, he's just like... Excuse me. You know, the Force? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, no, everyone that's what I'm that saying. is, like, true Star Wars people now, just like... Taggart's an idiot. That guy doesn't know anything. No, <laughs> no, no, you're, you're good. But yeah, like even even so, like yeah, he believes. You know, he definitely believes in the Force. Obviously, after that, right, right, considering right, right, right. everybody in his family is Force sensitive, besides right. him. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's just the kind of interesting thing about Star Wars is, and that's the thing is we looked at the sixty years time frame, and even the Mandalorian is set in this time. Right. And Rogue One and everything. Go back. I mean, the video games did it. Go back to the old Republic. Like, tell stories of, right. like, the Jedi beginning or, like, you know, wars against the the Sith and the Jedi from back then. Like, you know, all these Star Wars Legends stuff, you know, I think would be much better at right. this point. I'm not saying that, you know, they haven't done what they should have done already, but just... From this point on, we're good. <laughs> just well, yeah. There's move just past. a lot of options. move past the sky. Yeah, mm-hmm. the world is so huge. So yeah, yeah. So um, we probably uh, missed a lot of franchises out there. Obviously, they didn't come to mind, so we weren't like super eager <laughs> about them. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, that's I just. Movie makers, if you're, you know, somehow listening to this, yeah, man, I hope you get an original idea that starts a new franchise that then you realize has run its course and you can make just as much money off of something else. Right. Well, one we haven't mentioned, and I just want to say really quick, I'm not sure I'm excited for the, the new Avatar movies, but there you go. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like... I mean, I'm not saying I've been teased for the last 10 years about Avatar because I wasn't that excited for the first one. <laughs> but, but come on, man. Like, but at least it's, but to your point, at least it was an original idea and they're creating a age. franchise out yeah. of an original yeah. thing. Right. I mean, because right. Terminator, ooh, we didn't even touch on Terminator movies. Yeah. Shoot. I did no, not see no more. the latest Terminator <laughs> yeah. movie. I haven't seen a yeah, I did not see the latest one either. But Linda um, Hamilton. 
I know, and I was excited for that one, and I'm just like, ah, but and am you, I? Like, never got around to it. You're like, ah, well, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Terminator Three was kind of meh, but yeah, um, yeah. All right, man. Uh, what are we doing for triggered memories? We're triggering people all over the place. Things right have been triggered and will continue to doing be it to ourselves because uh, I got another hot take for you. Okay. Pie, not cake. <gasps> not cake. Hmm. Okay. I like well, both. I'm not going to say pie is better than cake. Um, but I can't also <laughs> say that cake is better than pie. I can't. <coughs> okay. Oh, excuse me. Bless you. Um, but, uh, but what I want to talk about, since we're coming up, though this might come out after Thanksgiving, I'm not sure where we are in our timeline here. I wanted to talk pies. I wanted to talk pies. Um. Crusty, filling... Pies. Pies. Mm -hmm. Everyone, of course, has a favorite pie. You gotta have a favorite pie. It's a part of life, I think. I don't have a lot of favorites on a lot of things, but I do have a favorite (laughs) pie. (laughs) Um, Okay. And, uh, I don't know, for our Thanksgivings, pie is pretty integral. You gotta get, you gotta have pie. Um, Mm -hmm. For most of all, the pie. So, so, what's your favorite pie? Do you have a favorite Thanksgiving pie? Is it different? And do you have a good pie story? So, I... Okay, if we're talking Thanksgiving Day... The the Thanksgiving Day tradition that I really go for is... Um, is a slice of pumpkin. Uh-huh. With some with some fresh whipped cream, mm-hmm. and then I really like a, uh, what is that called? A village in French silk pie. pie. That was like my go to pie, right? Um, and everything. So we'd order it and pick it up sometime like the day before, or maybe sometimes Thanksgiving morning. Get that French silk pie. And the thing I like about the French silk pie, I mean, a couple of things. One, it's it's moist enough for, like, uh, a really dry crust, you know? Right. Like, the, the crust is definitely pre-made and, uh-huh. you know, um, you don't got a soggy bottom on that crust, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> and then... And then it comes already with fancy thick whipped cream, so that's right. that's nice. And then some nice thick chocolate shavings, mm-hmm. you know, to give you mm-hmm. give you that extra texture and everything. Right. Um, plus, it's like because it's a mousse, it's it's nice and light. Because like I can't do a I can't do a lot of pumpkin pie because pumpkin pie is heavy. Yeah. Like, pumpkin pie. Unless you're, like, whipping the heck out of this thing, which I don't think a lot of people do. Right. Like, it is it is just a dense, delicious, but dense pie. And so, if you're eating that right after you've, like, had your third helping of mashed potatoes <laughs> and your 15th roll. Right. And, you know, 
um, all the all the other fixins and everything. Yeah, a dense pie is like I'll take a slice, a thin slice of pumpkin next to a nice hefty slice of light, airy uh, chocolate mousse with whipped cream on top um, and everything. So definitely a French silk pie is is one of my Thanksgiving go-tos for sure. Um, what, what about you? What's your Thanksgiving dessert plate? My Thanksgiving pie is mostly pumpkin. Mm-hmm. I'm a pumpkin buyer. Here's my thing, though. And some people might disagree with me. I think pumpkin pie is always better the next day. Because... Oh, okay. And, and, and because mm-hmm. uh, a hot pumpkin pie is fine. <laughs> right. But a pumpkin pie that's been in the fridge comes out mm-hmm. chilled. Get the whipped cream on there. Ooh, so good. So I almost enjoy it better than fair. the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, pumpkins my go-to. Though uh, I'll do a few other things. You know, if there's an apple there, I'll probably try some. Um, if the French silk's there, you know I'm having some of that. Um, but uh, but yeah, Thanksgiving pie. It's pumpkin, 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 for sure. Mm-hmm. See, the thing for me with fruit pies is um, there's I, – I definitely need a dairy element to a fruit pie, oh. be it a little a la mode uh-huh. or whipped cream. Sure. I've never done the – I've never done the apple and cheese, the apple pie with cheese on top, cheddar cheese. Yeah. Uh, which it's, is, uh, is, my opinion is it's overrated. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so I, I definitely need that kind of like, you know, something to. Hey, oh well, because it's because if you give me like a hot pie, uh-huh. like a like not fresh out of the oven, obviously, but like you know, like it's been sitting there for maybe like forty five minutes. You know, get yourself a little wedge of that bad boy, and you slap a nice thing of you know vanilla bean ice cream on top so it melts it and gets uh-huh, all uh-huh. gooey and everything like that is a good uh, yes. good fruit pie for Agreed. me like if i if i'm gonna eat a like you said if i'm gonna eat a uh pumpkin pie chilled is best can't agree with you more on that yeah but uh fruit pie if it's the next day throw that bad boy in the microwave for a couple of seconds yeah. Gotta heat Throw it up, a scoop of ice cream get on the top. Ice cream, for sure. Mm-hmm. So you want like the hot of the pie to be too hot to eat it straight, so you get that ice cream just to like right. you know balance it out and everything. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. We are on the same page as that goes for sure. Yeah. Have mm-hmm. you? So as the fruit pies go, have you had a fresh fruit pie? I've made like a fresh strawberry rhubarb pie. Is that what you're talking about? Oh, are you talking about like no? Oh, you're talking like a strawberry pie that's just like just fresh strawberries uncooked. Exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's like a a, no. mm -hmm. So for those who don't know, so it's just like you make a crust (laughs) and you get (laughs) fresh fruit. Peach peaches is good. Strawberries is good, and you mix it mm-hmm. in like a gelatin kind of mix, 
and it sets in mm-hmm. the pie, and uh, it's pretty dang good. But uh, I I've always thought like the strawberry one particularly, uh-huh. and maybe it's because I'm associating it with like maybe some like really cheap versions at like uh, uh, all you can eat buffet kind of a thing. Sure, uh-huh. but the that that red gelatin that you're talking about, that red viscous uh-huh. jelly stuff, that is a little off-putting to me. Like I will, I will okay. make a point to get like, like if it's if it's globbed over the top, I'll like kind of scrape that off and just go straight for the strawberries because yeah. like it gives a little bit of sweetness to the strawberries, which is good, right? But too much of it or eating it straight. Like is is not great for no, me. and it shouldn't so. be coated like I mean it should be coated lightly like you shouldn't mm-hmm. have a thick layer of that stuff just a, over it. Just a, sm- a light, no. light glaze on there. No. I've never had it fresh peach though. Yeah, so I don't remember if we did the peach last year though. My wife and my mom may made a fresh, at least a fresh strawberry. We might have done peach as well. Mm-hmm. We did strawberry and it was very good. Um, Mm-hmm. Hadn't really had it before, so yeah. Maybe if I got like a recipe and made the glaze like fresh, yeah. it would make it would probably be really good. Whereas if it's like store bought in that little container and stuff, right. it might may it's it's just kind of made that like fake shelf life preserving, you know, right, stuff. right, right. But but yeah, like. Good fresh pie. Got to have a really sharp knife though, because you got to get those strawberries like slice right. Yeah, those slice they're... through and everything. Right, exactly. Ooh, but pie filling, man. Mmm, good old just straight pie filling. Is, oh yeah, is super good. Like, um. So what's your? Man, do you have a favorite all time pie? Is it different than French soap for Thanksgiving? That is a toughie for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, cause yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll enjoy a different type of pie at different times. Um, trying to to make sure I'm not like branching into the cheesecake territory as I'm <laughs> thinking about this. Um, kind of a thing. I one time made a. It was, oh man, I want to say it was a cherry orange pineapple pie. Ooh. That was a super good. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Um, um, that's my like kind of go-to like flavor a lot of times, like the orange pineapple uh, especially like orange pineapple cherry, like if you go to like Sonic or something and get yourself like a slushy, uh-huh. um, and stuff. So yeah, I you made like the like citrus a, flavors. More tropical I do, stuff. and cherry kind of gives it that like you know a little bit of a little bit of red fruit there. Uh, but that was a super good pie, and I have yet to recreate that. So. Nice. Um, yeah, it was definitely. Um, but we've made a lot of uh, um, 
made a lot of pie crusts recently, um, just from like coconut oil and stuff like that. Yeah, actually holds up pretty well. Yeah, nice. Um, but uh, what about you? What's your all time? If you could, if you could have a pie my, before you die. Yeah, my all time pay, favorite pie is my grandma's banana cream pie. Oh, okay. We haven't talked much about cream pies, but yes. No, okay. that's true. But, uh, but yeah, my mom, my mom can make it and my wife can make it and they don't do it very often. But for my birthday here, my mom made, <laughs> my mom, <laughs> my mom asked me, do you want cake or do you want banana cream pie? And I said, you knows I'm going to say gourmet banana cream pie. Because um, mm-hmm. I just don't have it very often. My mom's cake, which is also my grandma's cake, is also very good. And we mm-hmm. made way too many of them last year when I was living with them. We made, I don't remember, between 15 and 20 chocolate cakes. Oh, wow. During the course so more of the than, year. More than once a month. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. One time we came home and my mom was like, it's Tuesday, so I made a cake. I'm like, that's <laughs> not even a reason. Um, but, uh, so it was very good. But I just don't have it very much. It's kind of fiddly. It's it's a tough, kind of older recipe. Um, mm-hmm. You got to scald milk, you know. Um, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's so good. It's delicious. Hmm. So... So that's yeah. that's my all time favorite for sure. Do you put whipped cream on top of that, or is it just banana cream? Uh, no, you can you can whip it up for sure. Yeah, well, and so um, uh, my stepbrother he he loves pie crust, okay. right? He that's his thing is he. He's all about the crust. Like you can put whatever filling you want, but he'll just you know scoop it out and eat the crust. You know, kind of a thing. <laughs> nice. And so, like um, a lot of times, if you know you get like a little bit of extra crust, you know you make. Oh yeah. Uh, he calls them roly polies, um, where you just put cinnamon and sugar, um, right, on it and roll it, roll it up and bake it and stuff like that. Um, that's yeah. Those are really good. That's legit. Just for sure. Just just make yourself a little bit of extra um, with the with the leftover dough because if you're making dough by hand, you know. Yeah, you're not wasting it. If yeah, if you're doing like some kind of crazy lattice or something, um, we did at one point um, for pie day. We made um, and oh man, what was that pie day? Um, it was 2000 and, uh, what was that? What was that? It was 2015. That's right. Yeah. Because it was, it was, you know, March 14, 15 at 926, like, you know, like, the extended decimals of pi. It was like the oh my gosh, this is the first time in a century we're gonna get an extra two, you know, an extra two things on pi, you know. So pi day, you know, to the 
you know, <laughs> fourth or to the fifth decimal, right? Uh-huh. Um, and everything, fourth decimal. So um, we made what I would say is 3.14 pies because we made like three pies and like an extra little pie. Okay. Nice. Um, but we made three different types of pie. Um, and one of them uh, we made was a sweet potato pie. Uh-huh. Um, where you actually, like, layer uh, sweet potato, like, slices and stuff. So it's not like you would think of, like, a sweet potato casserole. Right. Um, this, was, this was actually, like, you, if I remember correctly, you, like, slice the sweet potatoes and then you season them, like, apple slices almost, like, with, like... Um, cinnamon really? and stuff and then when you bake them they soften obviously um, but then when you cut into it it's like it's kind of uh, scalloped potato-y slash pie but sweet obviously it's interesting huh? but that made for a cool pie and then um, and then I think we made like a cream pie or something like that but um, and then like a fruit pie, but yeah, so that was pie day 2015. Nice. Yeah. I, yeah, pie's got a lot of, you know, it's interesting cause you know, you can mess around with the crust. You can make yourself a chocolate crust or, you know, uh, right. a little bit crumblier or something like that, but it's just a, just a waiting for. So many different fillings out there. But, right. Nice, man. And then you got your savory pies. We made a Southwest chicken pot pie the other day. See, that was really, I've really been good. Kind of wanting a pot pie. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'll say uh, definitely uh, chicken pot pie uh, with, uh, with, the, with beans in it. Because then they do a really good job of kind of holding in moisture, but not leaking out everywhere, you know? Really? Yeah. So it's 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 not like straight gravy and everything that's just going to like you cut into it and it's going to ooze out if it's too hot. Right. Um, it, it, it definitely holds up because the, the beans kind of just hold their their shape a little bit, but they're not like, you know dry dry you know interesting Mm -hmm. so yeah get you know get out there get some get yourself some pie for thanksgiving give thanks and uh let us know what pie is your favorite uh definitely on our uh instagram or uh facebook for sure yeah yeah all right, Tag, what is new with you? Well, what is new with me? Are you familiar with the artist Mr. Paul Simon? Uh, yes, I have, I have heard of him. Well, there. Um, are you familiar with the uh, NPR journalist Malcolm Gladwell? I have heard the name. I couldn't tell you anything else about Malcolm Gladwell. Okay, fair enough. Um, mm-hmm. Well, 
Uh, he does This American Life, that NPR show, if you've ever listened to that. Mm-hmm. He right. is a good friend of Mike Berbiglia and has been on his podcast twice. Um, uh-huh. But uh, cool guy, smart, does research, whatever. Uh, just came out with a audio book, um, which is just an audio book, um, where he had conversations with Paul Simon about his songwriting kind of process and his history of his work and, and, and where it's like it's not an autobiography as much as it is like an he says it's more of an autobiography of his music and his career um mm-hmm. so they kind of get in the weeds a little bit about songwriting and 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 stuff like that which of course is hmm. very interesting to me uh i like we i like getting in weeds i like listening to the people <laughs> get in the weeds so um right. so i haven't finished it but it's interesting you can go you go uh you can purchase it and it comes as a as a well at least where i purchased that it, it was an R, an rss uh you buy it and they send you an rss link mm-hmm. so they're like you can listen to it on your favorite podcast app so i'm just like okay uh google podcast and then it just it just like plugs the rss link into your into your uh podcast app and then it comes through mm-hmm. as like a podcast so all the different just like chapter by chapter kind of yeah so the different chapters are like separate like podcast uh files Episodes. basically yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and, and uh, it's very smart uh delivery service so it's all it's a private rss feed right so it's like you can't just go and search for it and find it you got to pay for it and then they're like, here it is. Mm-hmm. So right. I was like, well, that's really smart. Anyways, um, so I've been listening to that the last couple of days. I, I'm, uh, where am I at? I'm getting closer to the end here, I think. Well, I'm through through seven chapters. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's ten. With and it's just all extra. about Paul. It's all him and Paul Simon. So yeah, it's basically him and Paul Simon and this other guy. And I excuse me, I forgot his name. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but then there's like uh, little mini chapters, kind of between the chapters, uh, where uh, uh, a famous artist talks about a a song, like one of Paul's songs for a couple minutes or something. So it was like they got Sting talking about something and Renee Fleming talking about something and Roseanne Cash talking about a song, Herbie Hancock, um, maybe one or two other ones. But uh, so that's interesting. So he kind of dissects these songs and then, well, sometimes they're related to what they talked about in the book, uh, in the but it's all recorded, right? So you hear Paul talking. He he even pulls his guitar out and plays 
stuff in real time, like during their conversation. It's all recorded and it all sounds really good. Um, but, you know, Malcolm will pull up clips of the studio recording of the tune, uh, other tunes that he took like inspiration from and he'll play it like snippets of them back to back. Oh, kind so of like thing. super, yeah. super NPR research. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so it's very cool. Um, so I don't know, but there's like a lot of parallels to that kind of like breakdown of the art and the process as like I get from like Mike Birbiglia's podcast where they're talking about the weeds of, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, comedy of comedy yeah. and like constructing a bit and like here's this bit is it any good well what did you do this or that oh interesting so I don't know so it's just kind of hit that same thing but of course I grew up listening to Paul Simon as a my parents listened to him a lot and so I know all you know I know all the music that they're talking about pretty intimate mm-hmm. it pretty intimately so it's very interesting to me so anyways no that's that that's that's yeah it's it's interesting to me as you're talking about you know uh like a uh book essentially book slash podcast about creating and you know um and everything like that like i recently listened to the uh, this is not my new, this is just my comment on yours, but the Mike Rubiglia, um podcast episode where he talks to his producers about their show, you know, and they kind of go into details about different uh, episodes that they like and different conversations Mike has with these, these different creators and all this kind of stuff. And it was like, I'm listening to creators talk about creating stuff about creators creating stuff. Right. You know, like, right. like it's, it's like this whole, like, well, yeah, like you talked about this with this person and it, uh, and it was really, you know, funny and stuff, but you were talking about being funny and how, what makes this funny. And like, it's just like this super meta kind of thing where I'm just like, like, how many levels deep am I going to go on this? Right. It's just like, right. you know, now you and I are talking about creators talking about creating, creating creators stuff. Like, right. you know, it's like this, it's, yeah, well, commentary on commentary on commentary. Exactly. Well, another, mm-hmm. just you said that, another good podcast that I've listened to some of late, Ben Folds has a podcast and it's about creating as well. It's like his whole thing is mm-hmm. like, how do you be creative? And like, what, what do successful creators do? And how do you exercise your creativity and things like this? And so he brings on musicians, but he also brings on other people, other creatives that do other things. Like he had Penn Gillette on the other day. And, uh, uh, like I said, a lot of musicians. So I've listened to a lot of the musician ones, but uh, mm-hmm. but but yeah, I listen to Pens too because I don't know. It's very interesting, kind of. Uh, like the limitations that people put on themselves to like 
help them to grow in their creativity. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, anyways, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, something that we've been doing this week, uh, last couple, last couple of weeks, uh, are you familiar with the term, uh, evacuation communication? Or is that evacuation communication? Probably nobody is familiar with that because that's the mistake I always make. Elimination communication. Elimination (laughs) communication. Um, yeah. I'm familiar. I mean, I know the phrase. I don't know if I could describe it to anybody or if I even know correctly what it means. But I've heard it. I've heard it said. Um, so this is um, something that we've been trying with uh, our wee little baby. Uh, he's uh, about uh, he's about seven weeks old at this point. Um, but essentially what it is, it is reading your baby's cues on when they are eliminating or going to the bathroom, you know, however you want to say it, um, and everything. Um, and instead of letting them sit in a diaper and just do that and then changing their diaper or not paying attention to them and just letting them go in their diaper and changing them sometime after that. Um, you basically take them out of their diaper and put them, you can use like a little potty, you can use the toilet, you can use, you know, when they're really small and it's pretty much just all liquid anyway, you can use the sink or bathtub or something. Um, um, or, uh, you know, the thing that we watched and uh, listened to and everything to help explain it and stuff, they say, you know, you're going to do some naked time with your baby in there, you know, just lay them on, you know, something that's comfortable, that's waterproof, that they're just going to pee or poop on, <laughs> you know, so just gonna, and you're just mostly watching their body language and their habits and their face and waiting. Mm. Oh, now they're going. That's kind of what they do before they they go you know interesting okay um and so um if you want to get into kind of the the history of it and you want to get into the um you know culture of it and all that kind of different stuff then i encourage you to to look into that but basically the experience that we've had is um So my partner's home all day with him, um, you know, as she's nursing and doing all that kind of different stuff. And so she's gotten very in tuned with when he, you know, is going to go. So she just basically is like, okay, when he first wakes up before he nurses, like he's going to go. So I just take him out of his diaper and I just put him, hold him like over the little potty and just make like a little cueing sound and you know or wait for him to you you start out by waiting for him to go and then as he's going you make the cueing sound so Mm -hmm. you kind of just make this sound that he then he or she then learns to associate with going to the bathroom and then later on you know we're still working on it like that's more of it becomes a cue where it's like okay 
you're in the right spot. Everything's good to go. I'm going to make this sound, and now you're going to, you know, go to the bathroom. And we've gotten to the point where uh, it's only been, you know, like two and a half, three weeks. Uh-huh. And we've gotten through a full day with all the poop in the toilet. Not a single poopy diaper. That's insane, um, man. <laughs> yeah. So this it was crazy. definitely like a lot of paying attention. Right. And it, it's it's kind of like any little bit of like a record if you want where we got a little bit stressed at the end of the day where we're, it's almost just like it's like we we had him kind of just like wrapped up in like a blanket and stuff so we weren't gonna be like you know because we've gotten really good at also like uh field dressing this baby where <laughs> he he does like a little toot and so we're like go 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 zip him out of you know get him out of the onesie get the diaper off of him and put him on the little toilet like you know within 30 seconds uh-huh. and then you know he's he's good to go so we we've gotten pretty good at you know just like you know we're sitting there watching tv or whatever we hear this little like uh, oh go 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 <laughs> and everything and so but that day was definitely like okay she's like she's like i haven't had any you know any poops in the diaper today it's like it's all been in the toilet so i like immediately went into this okay poop free day like <laughs> we are doing this and right. so any like little toots or whatever were like you're on the potty like you are learning this you know and stuff and it's not like you know you need that kind of pressure and we have them in a diaper anyway right. so if there are little accidents and stuff like that but it's just uh it's our goal is essentially to a reduce the amount of diapers that we're using um and we're using cloth diapers anyway so be it a little bit selfish on our part to uh not want to have to wash (laughs) diapers all day every day and Uh everything yeah and you know this is kind of a ideal time because um little nursing baby poops are i mean not that bad they're not that sinky they're right you know pretty pretty consistent in their consistency so you know what to expect and all that, all that kind of stuff. And, right. um, and it also kind of reduces blowouts because, you know, you are, um, you know, letting them go to the bathroom and stuff like that. So they're not, you know, pooping in the diaper, like multiple right. poop sessions, I guess, if you want to call it that. Right, um, right, right. And then the other thing, you know, so the other thing is it makes potty training that much easier later on because they already have that skill. They just need to learn to walk to the potty <laughs> and everything, you know, right. but, um, but yeah, I mean, cause like the, like the book and everything is all about like, it's like, Oh, well you can, you can potty them any, you know, potty them in the car, like just have like a, you know, a Tupperware <laughs> that you can close and you can potty them. Um, you know, on like a camping trip, just have them go like, you know, well, like in the woods and like all that kind right. of stuff. And so, um, all these, all these, you know, uh, things that you can do later on, but pretty much I think the biggest, 
uh, thing for us is um, just reducing the the diaper consumption overall because you know cost and trash and disposable right. diapers is just so much right so much stuff so it's we've been pretty successful and Did that. Uh, the only the only thing is we are we are well aware that we are also kind of cutting ourselves off from uh, uh, babysitters and stuff like that for, <laughs> for a little while because right. it's good it's it's we were talking about it with like you know parents coming to visit and all that kind of stuff just to be like yeah like we're gonna wait till you know grandmas and grandpas are done visiting to start this because you know having everybody be like okay everybody keep an eye out for when he's you know making this face and then <laughs> get him get him on a potty Right. You know, that kind of, that kind of thing was like, uh, and you know, yeah, getting somebody to like babysit your kid where it's like, oh yeah, I'll change a poopy diaper. Well, we don't change poopy diapers in this house. What we do is we wait for them to give us a sign that they're going to poop and then we put them on the potty <laughs> and what? It's like, yeah. So, but once he gets better Still, at that. Still, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. No, I am I amazed mean, by, yeah, excuse me, I'm amazed <laughs> by this. Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Good on you, man. I think that's cool. Yeah, um, but I am the tiniest bit nervous um, as uh, we are making the sound that he's associating with going to the bathroom, uh-huh. and I don't expect there to be any long ramifications on that but it's just possible that there's some kind of like you know if he hears this sound when he's like 15 is he gonna like oh, I gotta go to the bathroom <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like oh <laughs> like you instant like so. no I think it'll be fine but it's gonna be like I mean anybody has like certain triggers where it's just like Oh man, if I hear running water and I gotta pee, like it's terrible, you know, right. that kind of stuff. But right. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's been going and going well, and I'm pretty shocked on how quickly it it's kind of, it's kind of like set in because because yeah. like I said, the first bit you're definitely listening to him or her you have no control over when they go or don't go and all that kind of different stuff. So there's a lot of just kind of sitting there waiting. And that was kind of the thing that kind of kicked it off for us is she was, you know, with him all day, nursing him and having him on her lap or holding him. And so she would know when he went like in his diaper. And so the book says, Oh, just have some naked time. So you can kind of figure out his pattern and he'll just go and you'll just clean it up or whatever. And it's like, or we can just kind of do it while he's in diapers, disposable diapers for the first couple of weeks. And then, right. you know, kind of try it out. Cause he was too small for the cloth diapers. He was, yeah, like six pounds. So he, we couldn't even put him in the cloth diapers originally. So, but yeah, I mean, he's less than two months and he's already like, I mean, I cleaned a couple diapers today with, really i would call them skid marks more than anything else you know yeah. no no real actual solid you know or even like liquid poops in there so 
I'm sure that's what everybody wanted to talk about today. <laughs> <laughs> Little baby poops. Absolutely. But I would I would say look into it because you know kids from you know a month to you know before being potty trained you know can you can learn this and kind of get get out of the the diaper game at least for a little bit. Crazy. Cool, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's uh, our podcast. Um, we are gearing up our next uh, beginning of the end podcast on our Patreon. Um, that's where we listen or watch more a TV show. Uh, we watch the first episode of a TV series mm-hmm. and then the pilot episode and then we watch the finale episode however many seasons it went we don't care because we skipped to the very end that's right it's like reading a book <laughs> um, the first page and the last page and you have no idea what happened in the middle exactly um and so we're uh doing this next one on um a little bit more classical tv so it's gonna be interesting to kind of see that uh how that stems out you know with without all the tropes and everything or maybe it Right. It does. I don't know. We'll we'll kind of go from there. But uh, hit us up on Patreon, tag and Brando, tag and Brando, just like the podcast name, and uh, look for that. It'll be coming out here soon. That's right. All right, everybody. Thanks for staying with us. Have a good one. Right. Right. <laughs>